This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, today, of course, we are breaking down the election results, what that means for you. And here's the thing. Even as you were voting yesterday, there was polling going on. Almost 10,000 people were polled by Ipsos on Election Day, all trying to figure out how people were feeling about their choices on that day. We're going to talk more about this now with the help of Sean Simpson, the vice president of Ipsos. Good morning, Sean. Good morning. Okay, so what? how did you do this? You were talking to people as they were going to the polls. Uh, well, actually, after they vote. So, oh. um, yeah, what we do is we have our online panel of Canadians who agree to do research with us from time to time. And we said we said to them, look, go vote on E-Day. And when you come home, we've got some questions for you. And so uh, throughout the course of the day, as you said, about 10,000 interviews. And uh, we begin to understand what's motivating people to vote one way or the other and what they think should happen based on the results. Now, 10,000, that's a lot when you look at polling. So let's talk about the results. What were some of the most interesting results you found? Well, I think uh, some of the most interesting results uh, that we found include um, how satisfied Canadians are with the outcome of a minority government. And uh, our polling shows that nearly half of people said that, you know what, I'm okay with a liberal government uh, that's supported by the NDP. Now, if you look a little bit deeper, only 10% are very satisfied with it. <laughs> so it's it's almost like, you know, I was talking with my colleague, Daryl Brickard. He said, it's kind of like kissing your sister. You know, it's something that, you know, you do. <laughs> because it's okay it's you know you may not it may not be your first choice but you're okay because you understand what the alternatives are all right well that's a horrible analogy but okay (laughs) i get what you are saying there also let's talk about some of the leaders because a lot of the pressure was on the leaders here about whether people were voting for the leadership of the party or the party itself so what did you find there yeah, well, we found that uh, roughly half of Canadians said that they were voting primarily because of policy, uh, the, the, the leaders and the, issue, the party stance on the particular issues. On the other end of the spectrum, we had about 15% of the population who said, I'm vote, voting for my local candidate. Of course, you know, in Vancouver Granville, that would be the primary factor, which would, right. uh, which would you know, uh, inform that result. But for most ridings across Canada, the local candidate doesn't really matter. People are taking their cues from the leaders and from their their stance on the issues. Right. So there's a lot of focus on that today, given the results of the election in particular. We'll start with Andrew Scheer, the Conservative Party, Uh, not the results that a lot of people thought they should be getting after the year that the Liberals had. Yeah, and uh, four in ten Tory voters are not impressed. Uh, four in ten Tory voters say, "You know what? I think we might be look. We should look for a new leader." Six in ten want to give him another shot. So, but the the vast majority of Canadians overall say, "Time for the Tories to uh, to look for their next leader." Okay, so you're saying even out of the people who voted Conservative, yeah. four out of ten of them said Andrew Scheer should go. The knives are out. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, so mm-hmm. overall, you said 63% of voters uh, believe that if Sheer couldn't get a, mi- a majority government, that he should quit. Yep, that's right. And, you know, it, it's really interesting because we can juxtapose that finding against what people said about Jagmeet Singh. Because the NDP had a uh, actually a horrendous showing. They, you know, they lost seats um, and uh, and popular vote of only 16%. They're not happy with that. Despite that, a majority of Canadians and a majority of NDP supporters say Jagmeet Singh should stick around. 
Is that maybe about expectations, do you think, right? The expectations for the NDP were quite low going in there and quite high for the Conservatives. Well, I think that a lot of people um, didn't, you know, when they're assessing whether or not to vote for the NDP, it's not about whether they like Jagmeet Singh or not. It's about, you know, if their greater priorities to stop Stephen, or Stephen Harper, my goodness, Andrew Scheer, <laughs> then they have to park their vote with the Liberals. And so it's not an anti-Jagmeet Singh uh, vote that or sentiment that keeps people away from him. It may be more anti-NDP, but not Jagmeet and so people think you should get another kick at the can. Interesting. Okay, now let's talk about the Trudeau Liberals here, because you're talking about somebody who had this, you know, majority government, and now they're looking at a minority situation, and he had a very uh, scandal-ridden year. How, what, what did people say when they reflected on the leadership of Justin Trudeau? Well, they're not, they're not thrilled with him, still. Uh, even though he won a second mandate, it's not a majority. They wanted to punish him. And when we look at some of the uh, leadership attributes that we tested in our E-Day poll, such as who can provide the most open, responsible, and ethical government, who will follow up on their election promises, and ultimately, who do you trust the most, Trudeau polls below uh, Andrew Scheer and Jagmeet Singh on most of those metrics. So he's got a lot of work to do to earn back the trust of Canadians. Okay, so then what happened? <laughs> Given those results, I'm so curious. Yeah. Like, what happened? What happened <laughs> is that uh, there is uh, uh, there is people were voting based on, I think, their least uh, sort of offensive option to them uh, in Ontario. Well, sorry, in Quebec, let's start there. Uh, even though many people wanted to see the Liberals reelected, it was Quebec first. And so e even though a quarter of Bloc supporters thought that Trudeau did an okay job, they're still voting Bloc, Quebec first. And in Ontario, I think many people uh, the, 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 were reacting a little bit to the messages from the, the, the Liberal camp saying, you know, Doug Ford, you know, Andrew Scheer, he, he, because he wasn't able to establish himself and what he was all about, people thought, well, then maybe maybe he'll be just like Doug Ford and, and cut in all these places and, and as a result we're reacting to that so because that's where the seats are that's how we determine the outcome of the election so how did the results uh, of the election match with what Ipsos had been polling leading up to the election well, I'm very glad that you asked that question <laughs> because it, it matched up very well. You know, our dance card is usually full the morning after we blow an election, uh, and usually <laughs> nobody wants to talk to us when we get it right. So I'm, I'm very pleased to say that uh, we were within two points for each of the um, each of the parties uh, in this election, and uh, we predicted a popular vote lead uh, for the Conservatives of two points nationally, and it was 1.4. So you know, we're we're really happy and 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 proud of our result. Um, and uh, and uh, you know I, I think the the big the bigger surprise is how the popular vote translated into seats because right. I don't think anybody saw the liberal vote being as efficient as it ended up being. Well, that was the thing. It was very efficient when you compare it to the conservative vote as well. Uh, one thing I did notice though is that polling had the Greens doing much better than they actually did, even as a percentage of the popular vote. Not my polling. 
we if you look at, at the yeah, <laughs> a little defensive it, it, there, Sean. It, it, yeah. <laughs> well, no, well, no, we we the whole time we've been we've been below the the market average on the Green Party, and that's methodological. Um, it, we found historically that if you prompt the Green Party in your questionnaire, then you know ten or eleven percent of people will say, yeah, I'm going to vote for the Green Party. But if you don't, it's down closer to five or six. Our prediction was six percent of the popular vote, and the Green Party received six percent of the popular vote. Hmm. Okay. So then, what does that tell us then about the polling? Like, what do you think you Ipsos was doing that was so accurate? Well, uh, we did a, a, a split sample methodology on the Green Party. So half of respondents answering our poll were prompted a Green Party uh, vote. The other half were not. And they had to say, well, some other party. And we follow up and ask them, well, what party is that? And they can see the Green Party. And the difference is a couple of points between the two. And so when you merge them together, uh, you know, we, we, we believe that you get uh, closest to the truth. And our, our results bear that out. We, we were quite accurate on the Green Party vote. Oh, so interesting. Sean, thank you for breaking it all down with us this morning. It's been my pleasure. And CKNW has been, I think, our biggest advocate of all the radio stations across Canada. We're so happy to speak with you. All right. Thank you. That is Sean Simpson, Vice President of Ipsos.